Okay, and welcome to NBA Gambling Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Rich Fat Baby, and I'm joined as always by Zach Swiss Bank Broner. How you doing, Zach? I'm good, man. This is cool. Happy to be on Locker Room. So uh, this, is my, this is my first time on here. Very cool. And uh, yeah, we got a big NBA slate tonight. So uh, looking forward to breaking it down with you. Absolutely. Uh, we're very happy to be doing our show today on Locker Room, the only live audio social network for sports fans. Uh, if any of you want to jump in and uh, give us your picks or ask questions or show how smart you are with some trends or stats or whatever please uh just request to speak and we'll uh bring you right on in um all of our lines today are provided by win bet that's w-y-n-n bet uh if you'd like a free 500 dollars bet go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win w-y-n-n for a free 500 bet uh and make sure to uh if you like podcasts subscribe to us uh, our feed on the NBA Gambling Podcast or on Apple and uh, Spotify and all the other platforms you can imagine. So uh, let's get into it. We're going to start with my Phoenix Suns minus six and a half at the Detroit Pistons. We've got the total at 216, which is a pretty low total for tonight. I think it's the second lowest total. Um, the Suns are... Zero and seven against the spread and straight up against their last seven games against Detroit. Obviously, these are different teams than what many of those teams have played. Uh, Detroit is currently uh, six and two against the spread. Is that right, Zach? Anyway, what are you looking at right now? With that? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Phoenix are six and two against the spread. Detroit, I was looking at that wrong. Uh, Detroit is four and four against the spread, one and seven straight up. Where are you going with this game, Zach? Yeah, I think I, I like Detroit as a home dog here, definitely. Uh, they're, they've been frisky. Uh, I, I've been saying this over and over again. I think this Killian Hayes injury is going to make this Pistons team play better in the short run. Um, you know, a lot of points to catch at home. Looks like Blake's back healthy. Obviously, I'm seeing Derrick Rose day-to-day here. So, going to lo- look for that 1.30 p.m. injury report on the East Coast and check in on that. But, yeah, this feels like a lot of points for a Pistons team. You know, they're 1-7 Friday night at home. Uh, tough road spot for the uh, for the Suns here, coming off that big home win against the Raptors. Um, so I, I like uh, the Pistons at home here. And I'll also keep in mind the, the the Suns have a road trip to Indiana tomorrow night. So this is going to be the first game of a back to back. So tough schedule spot here for the Suns. Yeah, I mean, I understand with what you're saying with all those. We thought that Killian Hayes being out would be the reason that Milwaukee. That uh, Detroit would cover the spread against Milwaukee the other night, and Milwaukee ended up blowing them out. Um, I, you know, maybe it's uh, if Rose plays tonight that makes more of a difference. Uh, maybe Blake Griffin uh, can play better, but he looks a little washed to me. I, I think Detroit is arguably the worst team in the NBA right now. Yeah, I think I think they're they're definitely headed in that direction. Um, obviously the sort of youth movement that they've been pursuing looks a little bit less fruitful now with, you know, the guy who was supposed to lead that and Killian Hayes, he's apparently out for multiple months here. So, um, yeah, I totally agree with you. It's a little too early to, you know, say they're going to tank this game. I think seven points is a lot at home. I I obviously expect, uh, the Suns to hopefully win this game outright, uh, eventually, but, um, definitely like those seven points for Detroit here tonight. 
Yeah. Uh, I should mention that Phoenix are 14-2 and two against the spread in their last 16 games. Obviously, that's dating back to the Bubble Suns, who were more fun than any other team in the bubble. Uh, they're one of the top three defenses in the league this season, which I don't think anybody expected coming in. Uh, only two of their games have gone over the projected total this season, um, and they've, but they've been also giving up the fewest points two opponents. Uh, Detroit is actually surprisingly right in the middle of the pack, uh, at, sitting at 15 with most points per game. So with this low total, I kind of like this to go over 216. Uh, any thoughts on the total, Zach? Yeah, I could definitely see that. I mean, you, you look at this, uh, the, the recent games for the Pistons, too. Obviously, they've played good competition. Those totals have all, all gone over uh, Last four games were against the Celtics and Bucks in those COVID back-to-backs. Three of those four went over. Um, so, yeah, definitely I uh, think that could be worth a look here. And, you know, the, Sun, the Suns' offense obviously should have no issue uh, getting to their spots here. Yeah. Uh, early sharp money is favoring the Suns pretty heavily. Public money is surprisingly on Detroit. I guess that's uh, because people are thinking uh, they like to take the, the points as a home dog. Um any other thoughts on this game, Zach, or should we move on? No, let's move on. we got a huge slate here, so uh, that's probably hopefully not the most interesting game of the night. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, I should just no reset. Offense. Again, this is – oh, thank you. Uh, I'm from Phoenix. That's why he's asking us saying that. Um, just to reset here real fast, this is NBA Gambling Podcast. For those who have come in late, uh, we are talking about all the picks for tonight. Uh, our buddy Munaf just joined. How's it going, Munaf? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Good. You got a hot uh, player prop for us before we get into the next game you want to throw out? I'm actually looking right now. I don't have one yet, but hopefully I can get one by the time we end here. Cool. All right. We're moving on to the Oklahoma City Thunder versus uh, Zach's New York Knicks. Knicks are favored by two. This is the lowest total on the slate tonight at 210. Uh, these are both surprise teams. Both teams have been great against the spread. In fact, the Knicks are the best team against the spread in terms of covering point spreads by the highest margin. Uh, Knicks five and three straight up and against the spread. And we've got the Thunder three and four, but four and three against the spread. Um, I got to say, I've been watching this Thunder team, and I still don't understand how they've been winning any games or covering spreads. If you told me preseason they'd be this good, I would have guessed that Shai Gilgis Alexander must be playing out of his mind. He's not. He's been solid, averaging 19 points, uh, 4.5 rebounds, 6.7 assists. Uh, Horford has been fine, more of a veteran leader presence in defense rather than stats. Uh, What are you thinking, Zach? Uh, do, Do the Thunder have a chance tonight? Uh, I like the Knicks here. I mean, I think I, I'm not going to go ahead and say they're good yet, but uh, I think this might be a little bit disrespectful. I think when you look at OKC, obviously that offense has been terrible, but credit to uh, first-year head coach Mark, I guess, Daniel. I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, but, you know, this OKC team is 16th in defense, and that's kind of prevented the floor from coming out from below this team. Obviously, they're expected to tank down the line, but at 3-4, and four, um, obviously a solid start to the year, so – they're definitely getting it done on the defensive end, so credit to Coach uh, for getting those guys to buy in. Uh, at the same time, I mean, look, this Knicks team, they're they are up to eighth in defense now, so Tibbs' similar message uh, would go out to him. I like this. Uh, Knicks minus two and a half. Um, obviously not sure about the injury report here yet, but uh, I like this two and a half for the Knicks. 
Yeah, I'm seeing that Burks is out. Uh, Nerlens Noel is questionable. Reggie Bullock is probable. Uh, Frankie Smokes is out. Obi Toppin is out. And Knox is probable. So that's a lot of question marks there. Uh, Munaf, where are you going with this game? Yeah, I agree with you guys. I like the Knicks minus two and a half. I already locked that one up. Uh, Knicks yeah. have been playing well. I think last game uh, when they got the victory over the Jazz in the postgame uh, conference with uh, Austin Rivers, he was saying that this team isn't the, the New York Knicks. This New York Knicks team is not the Knicks team of the past, right? The vibe is different. Uh, Coach Thibodeau has come in and kind of changed that culture there. So it's a short number. I, I think um, – I think the Knicks are the better team, and they should get it done on the at home here tonight. Yeah, this would probably be one of my best bets tonight for the Knicks, depending on uh, who is out for sure. But they've been underdogs in the last three games and won outright against Indiana, Atlanta, and Utah. And those games weren't really close, any of them. Uh, those were all teams that we really expected uh, to be much better than the Knicks. Uh, Zach mentioned that Tibbs has the Knicks. I have them at seventh in defensive efficiency, actually. So they seem to really be buying in. He's made Julius Randle into a, uh, looks like a all-NBA player. Um, and I'm going to say that the Thunder, this reminds me of a little bit of when the Suns started off red hot last season, even though we all expected them to be bad, even though Aiton was out. Aaron Baines was suddenly uh, Steph Curry from three-point range. Uh, but just like the Suns came crashing down to earth after the beginning of the last season, I think that the Thunder will do the same thing. Sharp money is heavy, surprising on OKC, public money on the Knicks. Anything else that I'm missing about this game? Okay. Uh. Moving on, we have the Washington Wizards versus the Celtics. Um, I'm seeing that most books aren't taking bets on this yet uh, I saw a couple places minus six and a half minus five and a half as well but there are many question marks tonight uh, Teague with an it might be out again with an ankle injury Tristan Thompson and the Williamses might all be out due to uh, contact tracing um, you know I thought that that would really I thought that the lack of shot creators would really hurt Boston last game with Teague out and Marcus Smart banged up and Kemba still obviously out, but it really didn't hurt them against Miami. They, they beat Miami straight up uh, in the game that Miami was favored. Uh, any thoughts on this game tonight? I know that there's still question marks going, but uh, Zach, what are you thinking? Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's probably a good time to touch on this. I feel like the NBA is kind of reaching its first crisis moment with the COVID issues. Um, so news just dropped from uh, the newsbreakers that, that Robert Williams tested positive. So that's probably why this line's off the board. They're probably contact tracing it. So Celtics with issues. We'll see if this game gets played. And then obviously uh, last night was there was an issue with the Sixers-Nets game where uh, Seth Curry tested positive, And that will um, be interesting to see with the Sixers, uh, whether they can play coming up here. Uh, the Nets, obviously, that line's still up against the Grizzlies. So don't want to speculate too much, uh, but it'll be interesting to see if this game does get played. Um, you know, we'll have to we'll have to wait. It's kind of a wait and see on this uh, Celtics game tonight. 
Yeah, I would imagine that the Wizards probably hope that this game doesn't get played tonight because Westbrook is currently questionable. He got banged up in the last game. Uh, they are 3-0 and against the spread in the last three games, covering against Philly and, and also beating Timberwolves and Brooklyn outright. They're on the uh, third game of a four-game road trip. Uh, Munaf, any thoughts on this, or should we move on? Because we still have so many question marks on the air. Uh, yeah, question marks. I did like initially like the over in this game. Uh, both defenses were struggling though over the last three games, but um, but I think with COVID coming up or the COVID issue that just dropped, I, I think we might have to just wait and see and just kind of move on. Yeah, I was saying that initially this was the highest total on the board at two thirty four. That's a pretty high total. Yeah, it's moved to two thirty five now on, on my book. So, um, but I, I still think we still see a lot of points in this game. Okay, uh, moving on to a game we should know more about. Uh, we've got the Charlotte Hornets at New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, Pelicans are giving up six and a half here. Uh, that's about what they were giving up against OKC when they were in New Orleans this week, and uh, OKC won outright. Both of these teams are five and five against the spread. Uh, I am seeing early sharp money on the Pelicans, but. Uh, public money heavily on the Hornets taking the six and a half. Uh, Zach, you are, you've been heavy on the Hornets this year. You're a believer. Are you believing in them tonight? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely a believer in this Hornets team. Um, I kind of like the spot for the Pelicans. Obviously, you know, third straight home game after back-to-back home losses. So it definitely feels like a get-right spot here uh, for the Pelicans. Um, you know, matchup-wise, I think the Hornets will struggle obviously against uh, Zion and, and B.I. They don't really have a great matchup for either of those guys. So um, I think I would lean Pelicans here, but uh, I think this, this number is pretty dead on. Yeah. Uh, Munaf, you have any uh, any different takes here? Yeah, I think this is what the first matchup between the Ball Brothers, right, tonight? Oh, oh yeah, I didn't, yeah, didn't realize that, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, don't, think, I don't think older brother Lonzo is going to want his little brother coming in and in their house and, and letting them win. But, yeah, I also like the the spot for the Pelicans here tonight. Um, I think that, yeah, Zach hit it right on the head that uh, Brandon Ingram and Zion might be a little too much for the Hornets to handle tonight. And I, I like the spot for the Pelicans. Yeah, maybe I'm just being contrarian to you guys, but I, I kind of like Charlotte taking the points. Uh, J.J. Redick is questionable tonight. Also, Melly is questionable due to a personal issue. Um I might go ahead and just take the points here. We'll see what happens closer to the game. Uh, I'm seeing in total of 218. Uh, Munaf, any thoughts on the total tonight? Um, not much. I would lean to the under. Uh, expect a better defensive performance from the Pelicans tonight, but uh, I would lean to the under. Okay. Anything else about yeah. this game? Yeah, I'll just say I think matchup-wise, I mean, Cody Zeller has obviously been out for the Hornets, so – you know, with this kind of mashing interior front line for the Pelicans, I think it's a really bad matchup for the Hornets. Obviously, you have Biombo and P.J. Washington in that starting lineup. Um, they're, so, I mean, they're solid, but nothing special. And then they don't even bring another big off the bench. So could be a big time, uh, maybe a Steven Adams rebounding night. Obviously, he had 11 the other night. He's been a, he's been a B. Zion. Um, there might be some good individual matchups here for the Pelicans inside. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, just a reminder, if anybody wants to jump in and give us your picks or ask us questions or whatever, please just request to speak. Again, we are NBA Gambling Podcast. You can check us out and our network at Sports Gambling Podcast Network, sg.pn. Uh, moving on, we've got the Orlando Magic at uh, Munaf's Houston Rockets. Rockets minus uh, five and a half. I'm seeing a total at two. 27. Um, geez, Munaf, I'll let you get started here. I actually lean towards the magic here tonight. Um, I think the Rockets are still working through the kinks and maybe the lack of practices and, and guys being in and out of the lineup has kind of deflated, uh, at least on the offensive side of the ball. And last game, Harden, I don't know if he's just being passive or he just doesn't look engaged or he obviously does one out, but he, he was looked a little too passive against the Pacers in the last game. And I think here on Twitter, on locally, a lot of fans and the media was, was noticing that. And then uh, in the post game, um, wrap up for the Rockets, uh, Calvin Murphy, one of the, the guys that covers on the local cable channel said they were going off air and it, it kind of, he thought that the microphones and the cameras were off and he kind of said he quit. When he referenced really? James Harden, yeah, he when he was referencing James Harden, so I, I'm I'm gonna stay away from this Rockets team right now until I think Christian Wood is still uh, questionable for tonight with a knee injury, and uh, they're they're still working through the kink. So I, I would lean towards the Magic here. Yeah, I I understand everything you're saying. I'm a little concerned though with Fultz being out, which is just a real bummer for him who. Seemed like yeah. he was getting his uh, career back on track after being a bit of a draft bust. Uh, he's out for the season. Michael Carter Williams is out tonight. Uh, Fournier is questionable. Uh, all that said, I'm a little concerned with the magic shot creation here. Uh, Zach, you have any thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, you definitely hate, you hate to see a 10 man injury report between the two teams. So obviously, you got to pay attention to that. I mean, the Magic at six and two is definitely sneaky. Uh, they're you know second in the East right now. I think don't really have a lean on the side because you know like Moonoff said it. Houston probably is the better team here, but you don't know what kind of effort you're going to get from them. You don't know really what's going on behind the scenes there. So I'd stay away here. I do think uh, if you're you know on the individual level, definitely going to see Cole Anthony probably play 35 minutes here. So he's a guy that I would uh, look out for you know in terms of statistics coming up here he, he got 34 minutes after Markel Fultz went down in the first quarter of that uh the last game against the Cavs so uh if you're looking for a DFS or maybe player props and then Cole Anthony especially going up against Harden and John Wall who are not you know necessarily defensive stalwarts at this part this point in their career yeah uh right so Magic surprise team this year at six and two against the spread Rockets two and four against the spread so far. Never know what you're going to get from them on effort night. So, yeah, if if you have to bet, I would stay away from this one as well. But if you have to bet it, uh, I'd put money on Orlando. Okay, moving on to our next game. Uh, another big question mark here. We've got the Brooklyn Nets at Memphis Grizzlies. I'm not seeing a line yet. Uh, looks like. Kyrie and Durant are both confirmed out. Durant still with the contact tracing. Kyrie with a personal issue that's still up in the air as to uh, why exactly he is out. Uh, we also we already know that uh, Ja, Triple J, and Justice Winslow are out. I would think, yeah, I'm not really sure why there isn't a line yet. Um, I, I'm seeing uh, I, I'm seeing Brooklyn minus two here. 
Yeah, okay. a total of two with a total of two seventeen and a half. Okay. All right. Well, our book at WinBet is not taking bets on it yet, but uh, you could probably find it other places. Um, I just want to start off the conversation by uh, I've loved watching Jarrett Allen in the starting lineup over the last two games, going 19 and 18 against Gobert and the Jazz, 15 and 11 last night against Embiid and the 76ers. Uh, just toe to toe with two of the best defensive centers in the league, and he just uh, took their lunch. Uh, where, you go- where are you going with the Nets versus Grizzlies here, Zach? Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, obviously Kyrie is out for this game as well. Uh, so another another ten man injury report between the two teams. Hate to see that. I, I think uh, this is probably a a decent spot for the Grizzlies here. Uh, you know, the Nets definitely overperforming the last two games. So maybe crash back down to Earth as a road favorite here. Uh, obviously, you know, Steve Nash pushing the right buttons for this Nets team early, moving Joe Harris to the bench. He had twenty eight points off the bench last night and. Karis LeVert, you know, decently inefficient, but guy has 22 points, 10 assists, 7 boards. So, um, you know, that is, this is going to be an interesting game. Obviously, you want to follow uh, what's going on with this COVID situation throughout the day, but I would lean Grizzlies if, it, if it's at minus 2 or plus 2, I guess. Yeah, second night of a back-to-back for the Nets, uh, and they had to travel, so that's a bit rough. Uh, you know, they obviously played very well against the last few games, and it, They've essentially been the back-to-the-bubble Nets without their stars. Um, looking good, but <sighs> I don't know. Uh, Moonoff, where are you going? Yeah, I would lean towards the Grizzlies right now also. Uh, back-to-back situation for the Nets, like you guys mentioned. Um, I think it was a big spot for the Nets last night on national yep. television without their two stars and the role players kind of having to step up. But, um, yeah, I like the spot here for the Grizzlies. Okay, I'm seeing right now uh, public money on the Grizzlies, uh, but heavy sharp money on the Nets right now, which was uh, similar for the 76ers last night. Public money was heavy on them, and uh, sharps were on the Nets, and uh, sharps were right yet again. Um, Let's move on to the next game. We've got the Utah Jazz, the struggling Utah Jazz. They... uh, Lost both games uh, on their New York road trip to Brooklyn and the Knicks. Um, they have to now travel to Milwaukee to play the Bucks. I'm seeing the Bucks minus six, total at 218. Zach, you and I both love the Jazz coming into this season as a as a bounce back team. Um, what's wrong with our Jazz? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, the I I still like this team. Obviously, a very very rough road trip to New York for them. Um, you know, I'm looking at the injury report for this game. Uh, he said, I think Joe Ingles is going to be out tonight, uh, favors day to day as well. So, um, I, I actually like the jazz in this spot bounce back. Um, I'm not, I, am still, I think the jury's kind of still out on this bucks team as how elite they are. Obviously they're four and zero at home this year. So they're a team that can, that can protect home up in Milwaukee, but, uh, with five points here, I will take the jazz in, in what, what should be the best game of the night. Looking forward to watching this. Yeah, I am. Bucks are three and one against the spread at home. Uh, Utah is currently two and three as a road team against the spread. Uh, Moonoff, any thoughts on this game? Yeah, I uh, kind of like the over in this game. I, I think mm-hmm. Utah came in uh, this season saying that they want to shoot three pointers, and we know Milwaukee's the best offensive efficiency team in the league this season so far, and. 
they also can get up their shots also. So I kind of I kind of like the over in this game at two thirty one. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm a little I'm curious to see if Ingles sits out if that actually uh, clears things up for the Jazz a little more as far as ball handlers. I feel like it seems like they still have too many ball handlers as far as in the first unit. Uh, you know, with Donovan Mitchell. Uh, and Mike Conley, and then in the second unit with Jordan Clarkson always needs the ball. Maybe they end up playing better without Ingles. I, I mean, I love Ingles as a player. We'll have to see. Um, I think I am personally going to lean towards Milwaukee, though. Uh, they've just been too good at home. I think they can cover the six points against this struggling Jazz team. I'd like to see the Jazz bounce back, but right now I am leaning Bucks. Um, just a reminder, if anybody wants to jump in and give us your picks, please join in. Uh, we are NBA Gambling Podcast, for those of you who have come in late. And make sure to subscribe to us on Apple and Spotify. Moon, if you have a uh, player prep for us yet? Um, no, I'm still looking. I, I kind of like the um, Rudy Gobert rebounds prop for tonight. I'm not sure that the um, Milwaukee Bucks have a guy inside that can really – rebound i mean brooke lopez is a guy that's always hanging around the perimeter and not a great rebounder so uh, i think maybe a gobert um rebounding prop and going back to the rockets and the uh magic game vucevic uh may have a big game here also if the rockets if christian wood isn't able to go he's also been struggling on the defensive side of the basketball so um, I think vucevic uh, may have a big game tonight for for the magic uh in that game yeah, uh, I like both of those a lot. Um, moving on to our next game, another uh, big injury report game with the Clippers at Golden State. This is the second time these guys have matched up in the last three games. Uh, Kawhi made news last game by playing his first back-to-back uh, since 2017, I think. Um, Kawhi and Paul George definitely seem way more locked in. I'm not seeing anybody on the injury report for the Clippers, uh, who we didn't already know. Steph, however, is questionable. Uh, Oubre is obviously out indefinitely. Looney out indefinitely. Marquise Chris out for the season. You know, if if Steph's out, you got to think that this team will just be right back to where they were last season when they won 15 games. Um, So I'm leaning towards the Clippers. Uh, Zach, do you have a lean on this yet? Yeah, obviously that's that's the key injury in this game. I I, I actually, if this... uh... If Steph plays, I definitely like the Warriors here. This is that, that COVID back-to-back where we've been saying all year, you know, the team that loses the first game definitely want to be a bet on spot in the second game. Um, so but we've I seen will... that Munaf's been tracking that, and it's about 50-50 so far on that. Oh, then, well, then maybe I'm wrong on that. It's kind of just – I guess that was just a feel thing for me. I did, didn't have the numbers backing it. But, um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I thought this was a really, really competitive, fun game. Um the other night, obviously, the, the Clippers' offense really took over down the stretch. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's you obviously with Steph being the you know whatever you want to say, second best player in this game. You gotta this line right now feels kind of fake because it'll obviously move in either direction based on that injury. Yeah, uh, our book's not taking bets on it right now. I'm seeing a total at uh, 231 though, which seems like a high total for. Uh, 
you know, a team that might be without uh, stuff. So I'd like the under there. Moon, if you got to lean on this, or is it just too many question marks for you still? Yeah, I think if, obviously if Curry's not playing, that's a big deal for the Warriors, right? Um, but the number, if if he does play, the number seems a little short, so it might be a little trappy line. But I'll agree with you, uh, McKee, on the under in this game. I don't, I don't. The Clippers are playing well on defense, and I'm not sure the uh, Warriors have enough on offense to to kind of get to that total. I mean, you'll need another 62 point or 50, 60.9 from Curry to get to that number. And I don't think um, he does that against a Clippers defense that has, has the guys that can kind of contain him. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Daniel Greer in our discussion just uh, wrote this prop, uh, this player prop. We've got uh, Nicholas Batum made threes over one and a half. I like that. I like what Batum's doing on this Clippers team. He's had a wide open corner threes all season. Um, he definitely seems like he's bouncing back from his Charlotte days where he's been, his contract was a real disappointment when he had to be the man. But when he's just a, a backup piece, I do like him in this lineup. Uh, Munaf, any thoughts on that player prop there? Yeah, I like it also. Uh, he's made in the last three games. He had three against the Warriors, two against the Spurs, four against the Suns. He was just one of two against the Jazz. But, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good player prop. Yeah, like you said, he's been getting those corner shots. So um, that's a good angle to look at tonight. Yeah. So a lot of news to break for this game. Make sure to check out sg.pn slash NBA picks for Zach and I's uh, most updated picks against the spread all day, every day. Moving on, we have the Chicago Bulls at the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm seeing a spread right now of Lakers by nine and a half. Uh, this Chicago Bulls team has looked really good over the past few games. They seem to have uh, finally bought into Billy Donovan. And I don't know. I mean, I, I have to – the Lakers, this is the back-to-back. Uh, they played against San Antonio and lost straight up last night. Got to wonder if uh, maybe LeBron takes a night off one of these soon. Uh, Zach, what are you thinking on this game? Yeah, it's, it's just shocking to check in on these standings. Realize the Bulls are four and five and three and two on the road. Um, yeah. After it feels like they were, you know, whatever the the, the dregs of the NBA. So it feels like a lot of points. Um, don't necessarily have a good idea yet. Uh, I would probably lean towards the Bulls plus nine and a half, but. Uh, Got to look into this one more. Obviously, no injury report yet for the Lakers. Tough loss last night, so it could be a bounce-back spot. But, you know, I am having a tough time laying these big spreads in this weird uh, COVID year so far. Yeah, especially when Chicago, over the last seven games, have been 6-1 and one against the spread. Uh, Chicago's still missing a lot of players. Marketing, uh, Sadoransky, uh, Cornette, uh, due to quarantine issues. Um, but they've been playing really well without them. So, uh, you know, I'm definitely on the Chicago team too. Munaf, where are you, where are you leaning? Yeah, I think this might be one of the nights that made LeBron or AD might take off. I mean, last night against the Spurs, the uh, Lakers were down 10 with about two minutes, some change left. And uh, they missed a shot on the offensive end. And uh, I think one of the Spurs players got a rebound and just LeBron just fouled them immediately and just kind of took himself out of the game. So, I'm not sure if that – I think that ankle for sure is probably bothering him, and um, I would lean towards Chicago also. It's just too many points right now for this Lakers team. 
Okay, wrapping it up tonight with our final game. We have the Toronto Raptors, the struggling Toronto Raptors, one and six straight up, one and six against the spread. They are traveling to Sacramento after uh, losing to the Suns a couple nights ago. Uh, Kings are four and four straight up and against the spread. Um, is this the night that Toronto finally gets right and bounces back? Uh, yeah, I think it might be. I mean, although they are favored by five. Where are, you, where are you going with this, Zach? Yeah, this is obviously I, – I, I keep coming back to the well with the Raptors. This feels like a lot. Obviously, De'Aaron Fox waiting to see more information on that uh, hamstring tightness or whatever he experienced last game. Um, but, uh, I mean, are, are we really sure that, that, that Toronto deserves to be favored on the road? They're one in six. Uh, I, I still believe, but uh, – Tough to lay five. So this feels like a stay away. Uh, you know, I, I me, me and Moon have both been on board with uh, how much Tyrese Halliburton raised the level of this Kings team, which is shocking for a rookie, but very impressive. Yeah, I've been uh, really exciting to watch Halliburton. Uh, sad, though, that my son's passed on him when I had a chance to take him. Um, right now, Baines is questionable. Baines has been bad for Toronto, though. Uh, you mentioned Fox is questionable. Rashawn Holmes has actually been playing really well again this season. Is also questionable for Sacramento. I'm going to go ahead and say I'll take the Sacramento straight up. I don't even need the points. You know, I'll get the plus odds on this uh, with the way Toronto has been playing. I'm sure that's going to come back and bite me in the ass one of these days. Uh, because Nick Nurse, one of the best coaches in the league, will get this team right eventually. But I'm going to head and keep betting against them while I can. Munaf, where are you going? Yeah, I think uh, last game against Suns, the Raptors actually did play well. But, I mean, they shot almost 50% from the field, and the difference was from the three-point line, right? Suns made 21 three-pointers compared to their 14, and Siakam had a good game for them. But, yeah, I just want to wait and see on this Raptors team on what's going on. Obviously, they're 0-4 on the road this season, and I'm not sure they should be laying five points in Sacramento tonight. So also, also like the Kings tonight. Yeah, that line has to be, and Daniel Gurr said this in our discussion. Thanks for joining in, Daniel. Uh that line has to be because they're thinking Fox and Holmes is out. So definitely make sure to check out that update. Uh, we are done for today. Uh, thank you so much for Locker Room for having us. This was recorded on Locker Room. If you're listening to this on our uh, podcast feed, make sure to download the Rock- Locker Room app for all kinds of sports talk live. And um, yeah, it's kind of like podcasting with a bit of uh, Colin Sports Show. Uh, I love it. Uh, so thanks for listening to our room. If you liked it, make sure to start your own room and engage with fans. Again, all our lines were brought to you by WinBet. You can get a free $500 bet on Win if you go to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash win, W-Y-N-N, and uh, sign up there. We'll be back on Locker Room on Tuesday, uh, probably 11 a.m. again. Uh, and we'll be back with a new podcast show on Monday, uh, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, as always. Thanks, guys, for joining in, and uh, talk to you soon. Good luck in your bets. Basketball, gimme, gimme, gimme the ball because I'm gonna dunk it! 
finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.